0: You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast hosted by Joe Hunter on The Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. I just stumbled across this. uh, There's a Manhattan bird alert. I was looking at all these birds posted on social media, photographs of birds posted on social media. Absolutely beautiful. And I was very surprised to know that they were all in New York City. And I thought, well, some of them could come north a little bit. That'd be kind of neat. Although we got... We've had Baltimore Oriole We had a pair of them come through. Uh, no bluebirds yet. Probably not. Cardinal, yes. You know, the usual. We've got a lot of woodpeckers out there, so I think they kind of run the, the feeding trough maybe a little bit, you know, because we have a lot of dead trees and stuff. They love that. But uh, I, I know it's just amazing. I'm just looking at uh, this little this cute little brown bird, a, swan, a Swanson's Thrush in Central Park and somebody took a beautiful photograph of it and I thought, you know, I always learned that like a cardinal is a classic case bright red is the male and the female has nondescript color like brown and stuff or maybe a little bit of the the red on the head or something like that but you know, they're, the male is to distract from any predators or anything so you don't notice the female which is generally true I don't. I always notice the mail. But how did that happen? I want you to know, kids, I want you to ask your science teachers, okay? How did that how did that happen in nature? It seems like all of them are like that. You know, and there's quite a stark difference between the colors are very vibrant, it seems. Maybe they're not all like that. I don't know. But I just really ain't buying the hundred million years of Chance and stuff like that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying that. But I just like to know what your scientific teacher says as an answer to that. You know, the
1: sound of life.
0: I just think you know you may be planning on taking a, a road trip this summer overland with uh, your family and stuff. I see a lot of folks are doing that. Maybe you already got the RV. Maybe you already. You know, nobody's got the station wagon probably, right? The big, the big station wagon with the with, the, with the, the den in the back, and we throw a quid. Up. But anyway, just kind of like to know what, uh, something that you recommend taking with you when you head out on your trip. Yes, Chuck.
2: On a road trip, going to Maine, one, the first thing, was, especially the heat wave, is water. Mm. So, you know, bottles of water, okay? Okay. That's important, because that's what we always bring mm. with us. As a matter of fact, I'm heading to Rogers Rock, North Lake George right now. Wow. <laughs> the other thing that I find is important, especially with my wife... Some kind of power bar or something like that, you know? Something that you munch on on the way, if the gluten-free is gluten-free, if you need whatever you need. There's a third thing that I take, I know you only ask for two, because I'm old-fashioned. I have a football, I take maps. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, yeah, right. That's probably not a bad idea nowadays.
2: You know, you lose the cell service, you got
0: a map. It's okay. A great way to start your day, the Cup of Joe Morning Show. Illustrating. Our priorities and really illustrating what we take for granted. So one company went to India, a little village in India, pretty parched land. Right outside the village, they put up a shower, not just a spigot. You know, it was like basically if they'd taken a shower out of a modern bathroom, got the glass door, everything, just plopped it right in the desert there. They wanted to see what people would do with it. There was no sign on it or instructions or anything. First person came along, he looked, he got inside of it, fiddled around with the handles a little bit, and the water came out. He's drinking the water, it's delicious, fresh water, splashing all over his face, drinking, and people were lining up. And they went in and they drank the water. Photographs showed a rather large line, and the caption read, my village, or half of my village, Got a drink of fresh water in the time that it takes a city person to take a shower. That's very interesting, isn't it? In the time that it takes you to take a shower, about eight minutes this morning, half a village could have fresh water. Mm-hmm. There's a neat little illustration I thought I'd lay on you this one Night guilt. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The sound of life. Here we go. Yes. It is Monday Mug Day, and right now it's your opportunity to win the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show travel mug. I'll give you the question here in a second. The rules are, first person on the Cup of Joe hotline, which is toll-free, 800-946-1765, with the correct answer, then you win the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show Travel Mode. Put a little surprise inside, you know, something like that. Okay, taken from today in history, May 23rd, in 1911, this building on Fifth Avenue... Dedicated by President Taft. What was the building? You have to just tell me what the building is, really. Is it the New York Public Library, Macy's, or the Plaza Hotel? You tell me what building it is. Be the first one on the hotline. And you win Cup of Joe Morning Show Travel Month. All right, hold on.
2: The Cup of Joe Hotline is open. The
0: Cup of Joe Hotline is open.
2: 1-800-946-1765.
1: 1-800-946-1765.
0: Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face and a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. Cup of Joe Morning Show. Yeah. Do something. Yes, that's what we're going to do. It's Monday, Monday right here on the Cup of Joe Morning Show. And let's see if anybody wants my mug. I'll go to the Cup of Joe Morning Show hotline. Good morning, Cup of Joe Morning Show. Who's this?
1: Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine, how are you? Good.
0: Do you want my mug? Yes. All right, answer this question for me, Jasmine. 1911, this building at Fifth Avenue, dedicated by President Taft. What is it, the New York Public Library, Macy's, or the Plaza Hotel? What do you think? Uh, the new the new york public library that is absolutely correct jasmine wow you're a whiz man i bet you're the head of your class aren't you yes (laughs) you are wow by the way are you in school yes okay give your school a shout out apple Woohoo! here we go (laughs) waking up with a cup of joe i can't stop drinking the coffee i
1: stopped drinking the coffee i stopped doing the standing and walking and the words, putting into sentence, doing.
0: The sound of life. Oh, yes. Have I got something for you? I am Joe. It's actually from Patsy Claremont. It her thought, which is pretty profound, actually. Very quick. New day. May I treat you with care. I've been gifted these hours. Help me, Lord, to live wisely. May I not dash and dart, but linger and listen for you to speak through strangers, family, creation, circumstances, mm-hmm. friends, Music, sickness, and silence. May gratitude be on my lips today. Mm. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Well, we might as well honor it as well, too, because we may be participating in a lot of this over the summer. Today is National Taffy Day. Indulge in that mouth watering confection that's wrapped in that waxy paper that's been that way for over two hundred years, probably, right? And you think I am yeah, George Washington probably would have in his teeth. That's what if we always call it salt water taffy, don't we? I'll tell you why. It's said to have received its name after a boardwalk candy shop flooded with water from the Atlantic Ocean in eighteen eighty three, soaked all the taffy in salt seawater. Reportedly the shop owner joked with a customer that all he had was salt and water taffy, and the name stuck. I don't know.
2: A great way to start your day. Go ahead, make my day.
0: The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. A really cool story that didn't really start out that way. You see, uh, the uh, Chicago team kept breaking into the sports fitness place and using the equipment, and the management had warned him. Not to. He said, we we're going to get you in trouble. You know, we're going to turn you in. It's illegal. You're trespassing. And he kept finding ways to get in. So finally, they called the police to deal with it. And then thankfully, Officer Mario Valenti was on the job. So he did a little investigating, learned that this 15-year-old had previously had a membership to the facility, but his mother could no longer afford to pay for it. And all he wanted to do was play basketball. But instead of charging the youngster with breaking and entering, the officer handed over $150 of his own money to buy the boy a membership that would last about four months. You see, there it is in action. First of all, you have the mercy says, I'm not going to get you in trouble. You do not have to pay for your sin, okay? The grace is that on top of that, I'm going to give you a membership. And then the owner of the fitness center contacted the corporate office about what was happening. And the officials there were so touched by the officer's kindness that they extended the youngster's membership for two years. Officer Valenti said, well, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about gratitude. Most of us took this job to help people, not to hurt them. The job can be negative for the most part. The job is dealing with good people having a very, very bad day. So you're not seeing the best side of people. I'd rather have him playing ball, exactly, than on the street and possibly getting into trouble. I would, too. Thank you, Officer Valenti. Mm. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Clap
1: some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight.
0: The sound of life. Well, Jada Sales received two special deliveries over the weekend. Friday evening, she went into Labor. And she gave birth to her son on Saturday, happened to be the same day she was to graduate from Dillard University in New Orleans. I was scheduled to get induced Saturday at 5pm, so after graduation I was planning on heading to the hospital. That's a busy woman. (laughs) Okay? Yeah, well, let me see if I can pencil in a discussion, a little coffee with mom maybe. Uh, The doctor at university's president didn't want her to miss out on the celebration went to the hospital to confer her degree. She wore her cap and gown, and her family, including newborn Easton, witnessed the whole ceremony. She ended her college career, by the way, with a 4.0 GPA and was so proud of myself, I wanted to celebrate such a big accomplishment. So she had a baby. Now (laughs) She earned her bachelor's degree in criminal justice with an emphasis in pre-law. So now her goal is to go to law school. She just said, you know what, when it seems like the odds are against you, you can finish school. You can do it with a kid. You can do it without a kid. You can do it pregnant. You can do it not pregnant. You can do it. Awesome. (laughs) Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. I had a visit yesterday from uh up the lake christian school Yay! man they know a lot and kids nowadays you know they they just like whew, taking off know a lot of things it's really cool and uh, it's great great spirit there now, that was probably what about 10 or 12 kids like that chaperones teachers and things like that so it was really kind of cool so we got him in the studio of course i was uh after i i was on off the air So Doug was on, he goes, I'm not, no, I'm just, so, so I wanted to get him in front of the microphone and they did amazingly well because, you know, you're seeing something that's very foreign to you when you're in a studio. I don't care if it's audio or video, you know, TV or whatever, radio, you're in there and it's all strange and stuff. And, People are like, hey, just stand right here, dog all this. Yeah, it's easy for you to do, but for somebody who hasn't ever done it, who hasn't lived all that long, you know, and it's like, I don't know if I want to do this or not. So, I mean, I wasn't trying to pressure them or anything like that. So, without further ado, our first young lady, beautiful young lady, got up and had, I had kind of an idea where I wanted to go with some questions. First of all was, what is your name? Genevieve. What's something your mom always says to you?
1: To do the laundry and dishes.
0: You do the laundry?
1: Yes, I do. And the dishes. Really? The laundry and dishes. Wow.
0: Do you get rewarded for that? No. Because <laughs> She gets to live in our house. Was that dad? Waking up with a cup of Joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over
1: our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The
0: sound of life. What do you think of when you think about, you know, Old Testament God, New Testament God? God is still the same, you know, God hasn't changed the day, same today, yesterday, day, and tomorrow. Sorry, I sound like my Uncle Junior, but what do you think of? Do you think about God's. Love being consistent and through all that. It's very interesting perspective, isn't it? You taught the kids get an interesting perspective. Had a visit when we got off the air yesterday. They took a tour up the Lake Christian School. Couple of classes, just a couple of classes. (laughs) Okay, no, just easy. And they were absolutely. And so I was quite surprised, and uh, really and pleasantly surprised that quite a few of them, most of them, really wanted to get up in front of the microphone, you know, and talking stuff like that, and uh, just about took over the radio station, but cooler heads prevailed, uh, and so that's what we did. And and so n- n- it kind of went like this. Okay, next up, uh, what's your name? Kinsey. Kinsey, what's something your mom always says to you? Uh, it's time to get ready. So what's something that makes your mom happy? When
1: the house is clean.
0: Oh, I can understand that. So what's something your mom's really good at? Cleaning. <laughs> A great way to start your day. The Cup
1: of Joe Morning Show.
2: Look I'm a frequent coffee drinker. I'm part of the club. I have a card.
1: The sound of
0: life. Want to let you know about this mailbox that I had an encounter with. I pass by this old mailbox every day. I'm talking old mailbox, rusty box. And the funny thing is, it's nailed to a tree that has got to be over 100 years old. So I pass it by. And I was dying to open up this mailbox, see if there was anything even inside of it, even though I thought probably not. I mean, after all, there isn't a house nearby that it would serve. You can't see one anywhere. It's out in the middle of nowhere, and any home it served long ago has been torn down. Possibly there, but, you know. So I noticed an old letter inside, and, you know, you can look at it and see that it. you can read it. Uh, the postmark date I could see, which to my astonishment was actually readable, and it was dated July 7th, 1958. So, man, I was like, wow. I opened up, uh, got the letter, opened up this aged, crackly envelope, and gently pulled out the folded piece of paper, almost tingling with excitement and anticipation. I really did. The message in the letter read, We've been trying to reach you concerning your vehicle's extended warranty. The sound of life. Those of you who are in STEM, science, technology, engineering, mechanical, I believe that's what that is. Um, I saw this headline. It caught my attention because I remember when this thing was launched, kids. Back in 1977, there were two of them, Voyagers. The Voyager spacecraft launch. And, of course, you know, when you hear the plan of it, it's like, oh, man, I'll be old and decrepit by the time that thing even gets to Jupiter. I'm past old and decrepit because it's long since gone past that Voyager 1 and 2. But here's the thing. Imagine if... Your vehicle is about a half a century old and it's a spacecraft operating at the edge of the solar system and you're getting a check engine light.
2: Houston, we have a problem. Houston,
0: we have a problem. It's actually the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Southern California that has a problem. The space probe Voyager 2 uh is sending data and I'm quoting this now that is not possible for it to originate. Not possible. For it to originate. All right. Now, this caught my attention. I said, "What do you mean it's not possible?" Well, the project manager Suzanne Dodd said, "A mystery like this is sort of par for the course at this stage of the Voyager mission." All right. It uh, it takes two days for information traveling at the speed of light to get to it. It's over four billion miles away it's outside the solar system kids yes and it's sending weird messages about its control systems that could not possibly show what's actually taken place so (laughs) I thought that was very interesting Uh, Suzanne said, well, we're going to keep an eye on uh, there's some system inside the spacecraft that's originating these. uh, Well, she didn't talk like this exactly, but if she was a man, a strange signals. She said Voyager was never designed for such a lengthy mission. We're also in interstellar space, a high radiation environment that no spacecraft have flown in before. She said we are further than any other space vehicle has ever gone. We're in space, the final frontier. There it is. We're there. I don't know if it's as exciting as Star Trek was, but we are there. All right? I'm saying is you that there go. are
1: some things beyond the can of mortal man that shouldn't be tampered with. We don't know everything. There's plenty mm-hmm. going on right now in the Twilight Zone that we don't know anything about, and I think we ought to...
0: Waking up with a cup of joe.
1: You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning
0: Show, the Sound of Life. Hey, it's 8:29 AM. <laughs> good to have you along this might my, my ear. <laughs> good morning, Cup of Joe Morning Show. Yes, Nancy, what's up?
1: I'm good, but I went to I did went to the doctor and I wasn't thrilled about what he had to say. So I was a little, you know, a little concerned. I you know, a little upset. Right. And so this is what I heard, and this is what it, why it's so important for people to listen to the sound of life. As I walked into the bathroom, these, these words played in my head immediately. He is greater. He is stronger. He is the God of possible. I pray for your healing. And you know what? I'm telling you, it's the Holy Spirit uses the sound of life to minister to us. Because even though that song wasn't playing on the radio right then because I wasn't, you know, by my radio. God still played it in my ears exactly what I heard on the radio to bring me peace and comfort. And I just wanted to let you know that and let you know how important it is, how much it means to me, you know, to always have that, you know. And that's why we play it 25 hours a day, Joe. A great way to start your day. Go ahead.
2: Make my day.
0: The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The Sound of Life. So yesterday, I had a really cool visit after I got off the air with a couple of classes from up the Lake Christian School. Shout out to up the Lake Christian School. Yay! Appreciate that very much. I was surprised at how many of them wanted to get in front of the microphone, you know, and and some of them were like, do I have to? And I said, no, relax. It's just if you want to. So, you know, we get them up there one at a time in front of the microphone and all that. And you got to remember, it's pretty daunting. Uh, I don't care who you are, adults of all ages and kids, you know, coming into something that they're not familiar with. They have no idea uh, what it's like. You know, it's everything is strange. And for us, it's like everyday thing. Yeah, just stand up there talking, close to the microphone, all that stuff, let it rip. You know, it's a lot easier said than done. So I, I kudos to them. They went absolutely great. So who was my first? Get- and I wanted to ask him a couple of Questions to see if I can get them to open up. So who is this? Kinsey. Kinsey, what's something your mom always says to you?
1: Uh it's time to get ready.
0: So what's something that makes your mom happy?
1: When the house is clean.
0: Oh, I can understand that. So what's something your mom's really good at? Cleaning. Kinsey, let me ask you this. What's the most important thing that you've learned?
1: Uh learning about God. Like I learned that God loves us and He's always with us.
0: The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You're as funny as a cry for help. The Sound of Life. I got to tell you about this guy. When I find out about these people, I just want to share it with you. Right? Uh, He was a general, Charles Gordon. Now, he lived generally in the mid-late 1800s. uh, Big in Europe, Queen Victoria. Uh, That's who he served in China and other places. General. So, we got back to England He decided he was going to give away 90% of his income, all right? And then he heard about a famine that was happening to the north in Lancashire, and you know what he did? He scratched off the inscription from a pure gold medal he received from a world leader, and he sent it up north, saying they should melt it down, use the money to buy bread for the poor. And that day he wrote in his diary, the last earthly thing I had in this world, that I valued, I've given to the Lord Jesus. I mean, he is certainly not the only one that's ever done that. I've got stories in the back of my head. I, I, I don't make me <laughs> to do it. But that level of generosity kind of seems above and beyond you know, what we're able to extend. But God has always called his people to look out for those in need. Now, it's interesting because if you go back to the Levitical law... One of those, you know, you probably heard talk about you know, 600 and things they had to keep track of. Well, one of those was <laughs> when they were harvesting a vineyard, they, they did not reap the edges of the vineyard. They left it there. When the grapes were coming, the grapes that hit the ground, they were to leave for the poor and the foreigner. It says right there in Leviticus 19.10. That's it. So basically God wanted his people to be aware and provide for the vulnerable in their midst, okay? So however generous you may feel, and you are a generous people, you really are. Believe me, I'm patting you on the back. I mean, man, you are so amazing giving the way you do, and you're showing love by doing that. Wow, it's pretty amazing. Uh, Father God, we thank you for sending Jesus to live as one of us and to die for us. Fill our hearts with love and thanks, This amazing gift. Amen. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. At six twenty-six, it is this morning. Feeling uh, (laughs) thankful, kind of wondering what you were thankful. Oh, good morning, Cover Joe. Morning, Joe. Who's this? Hey, Joe. Jim here. Hey, Jim. Yeah, I got your question about being thankful. Number one, everybody's always
1: thankful for family. You know, we love our parents. We love our sisters and brothers and our children, our children's children, and some for those who have children's children's children. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's other things to be thankful for. Yes, sir. What's that? You know, uh, the blessing of uh, prosperity, you know, because then we're able to bless others and pass that along. And the the blessings of, of, of love. And then joy And and happiness And then there's You know Being able to forgive Because then forgiveness Then brings love And it's just a big circle And love is the key
0: Pretty awesome Jim The sound of life Funny I was thinking about it And then I heard Brent and Sherry Were talking about it Not long ago It's really simple Really But it's just the fact Of how Jesus Kind of what he did Right before he did Something pretty astounding We call them miracles I really believe Jesus is in every molecule that there is, which is pretty astounding. It's kinda like infinity, you know, you can't really can't really deal with it. But I love the storm that was going on, you know. Jesus <laughs> He got the disciples in a in a tither, man. They were in, and, and you would be too if you were on a boat. And that's the reason that fishermen didn't go out there in the middle of the Sea of Galilee. The storms come up and they were deadly and that's what happened and they were upset because they blamed jesus for putting them in the storm and how did he how did he deal with the storm did he gather them all around well we got to say this you know we got to do this we got to have so much worship (laughs) we got to have so many worship songs all this stuff like that i'm not saying any of that's wrong or anything i'm just saying that all he said was quiet be still and boom okay (laughs) <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Back to square one. Peace and tranquility. There it is, you know. Everybody was scared. I love the way they did it in The Chosen when they had the Ethiopian woman who was picking berries at the bushes kind of sneaking around looking at the disciples when they came up on the man with leprosy and they were deathly afraid. Can't even imagine being deathly afraid of a man with, you know, some kind of communicable disease like that. But anyway, and very afraid. Jesus, don't, don't go near him, you know. And Jesus is kind of like... I got this. And he hugs the man because he controls every molecule that's going on in there. He knows all of that. He's not, you know, he's not gathering everybody around. He's not making a big hoopla or anything. And the man is just like, I know you can do this, man. And he just desperately wants to be physically healed and spiritually healed as well. And, you know, the, the relationship bond happened right there in that. But it was just very simple. You know, not many words said or anything like that because Jesus has control over every molecule. Think about this.
3: The sound of life.
0: I guess the moral of the story is if somebody offers something, anything, before, <laughs> they, a vase, a painting, a coin, a watch, they offer anything for a meal, especially one of those famous grilled cheese sandwiches. In London, Ontario. <sighs> oh, the five year old cheddar, freshly baked bread. Mmm, can almost smell it now. The owner, Irene, she had learned that bartering rather than dealing with money was better in a lot of circumstances. So she traded food from a restaurant out to other merchants and professionals. So when Mr. Kinnear arrived one day for his customary sandwich, carrying with him a selection of paintings, it wasn't a big deal to make the swap. It's been 50 years since that happened, and, well, that train <laughs> turned into one of those things. That's why I'm telling you about it, of course. The paintings uh, were made by now-acclaimed folk painter, Maud Lewis, and they sold a few weeks ago for like a quarter of a million dollars or something like that, so, uh, I mean, you figure they got grilled cheese sandwiches very <laughs> endless, right? Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Maverick City Music, is the simple name of that song, you know, as in Jehovah Gyra, Yes, Cup of Joe Morning Show Hotline. Yes, Nancy, what's up? The first song
1: that comes on when I get in the car is Jairus. <laughs> the, the, the definition of gyra, Jehovah gyra is literally the God who sees ahead and makes provision is the literal definition of the hebrew the
0: god who sees ahead and makes provision the cup of joe morning show with joe hunter might as well get up do something the sound of life vacation you know people thinking about vacation and you go look the be filling up the rv boy wow so i don't know you know self-care though that's a key phrase everybody's talking about very important self-care and for a lot of people, that translates into taking time off, vacation with the family, something like that. I remember one time, perfect day, like kind of like the weather we've been having. got to be in the 70s, right? Got a little breeze, sunny. My wife and my daughter, who was in school by then, had gone off to go do all the shopping for a week's worth of going to the lake. And I'm sitting there pushing the boys in the swing, their preschool age. And I'm thinking, man, it's not going to get any better than this. Why are we wasting all this effort? And stuff, you know, just to go someplace else to enjoy this weather. Of course, we get to see Nanny and Poppy, they do, and all that. So, you know, I mean, fun will be had by the kids, but sometimes you, you kind of wonder. Sometimes I think maybe the best self-care is just taking your shoes off. Now, I'm very serious about this. Take your shoes off. When's the last time you took your shoes off put your feet in the grass, huh? What do you think oh, about That's that? what I'm talking See about. It, man. <laughs> Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Get ready. It's going to be emotional, right? It's an emotional day. He went to McDonald's today, a place you'd never go. Sure. <laughs> but I've been working so much, he said, I just needed something quick. And I get to the window, and the young man handed me my coffee And I noticed the cuts on his wrist. Tears just started flowing. When he came back to give me food, he saw me and he said, sir, are you okay? And I told him, I'll be okay if you promise me to keep fighting. I can see your peace has been drained and your happiness has been stolen. But God is getting ready to grant you a joy that can never be taken from you. I pulled away and I sat in the parking lot to get myself together. Five minutes later, the young man came running out to my car and crying and asking me to pray with him because today was the first day he felt alive and that someone cared for him in four years. And today he gave his life to Jesus Christ. And and the writer said, I'll be meeting his parents to get him some help later this week. Church doors may be closed. That was during the quarantine, of course. They may still be closed. I don't know. But God is moving, y'all. Continue to pray, especially for our young people, when we get this together, right? Oh, yeah. Waking up with a cup of joe. You make my
1: drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe
0: Morning Show, the sound of life. Having a little fun this morning, I highly recommend a family summer activity of minor league baseball. And we have one in the Hudson Valley, of course. Used to be the Hudson Valley Renegades. Um, I'm not sure now. But I tell you, it's a lot of fun. Best thing to do is get a group to go, get a neighborhood group, church group to go to the games. There's all kinds of activities. It's almost like the ball game is secondary, which is okay. They don't mind that. They want the families there and stuff. There's a team that's been around for 16 years. They are down south if you want to see them. Maybe, maybe soon they'll be taking a world tour. They're getting that kind of publicity thanks to social media. They got like, I don't know how many, two and a half million followers. And you may have very well heard of them because of their little short videos of their antics of the pitchers and the batters coming up to the plate and stuff. They wear all yellow uniforms because their name is the Savannah Bananas. And if you're a minor league owner and you have 40,000 people waiting for tickets, you <laughs> you must be like, wow, that is incredible. It's kind of a good and bad scenario at home. It's fantastic because you got all these people waiting for tickets. The season's been sold out. But when they go to play away games in the Carolinas or Virginia or Georgia, that's where they play, Savannah, bananas. They uh, it's not exactly the same as when they're playing at home and so the owner was like I don't know if people coming, see they're gonna they're not gonna get the same show. That they normally would get. Now, one thing is they're pretty good too because they've won a couple of championships. So that always helps. But you go to a game of the Savannah Bananas and you can expect nonstop music and entertainment. Little kids racing shopping carts before, during, and after the game. They just race all the time. They actually have a banana throw, which is Throwing a banana. They actually recently set a world record. They had just a person short, shy of the most people simultaneously wearing full banana costumes. That's the kind of things they do. The Savannah Bananas. They've garnered national attention because of the social media. That's no doubt one of the things that's helped them. The owner said, uh, that, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy right now. That's kind of the way it is. They uh, play at Grayson Stadium. And uh, hey, somebody needs to put the fun back in sports, right? I say go, Savannah Bananas. I just love
2: any it, town that could dream up a hoax like this has a sense of humor that I wouldn't try to compete yeah, with. Yeah, no. The Cup of Joe
0: Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up do something. The Sound of Life. John was reporting in about uh, watching a couple of things happening as football practice was ending. Watching. Uh, lady and her grandchildren with the groceries, they had been to the grocery store and they were attempting to walk I think back home. he wasn't quite sure, but they were coming down the sidewalk. These are little kids, grandkids, and everybody's having a hard time with the bags, you know, and believe you me, you had paper bags, you know what we're talking about right there, and they're heavy, and you're just looking at a situation that could go bad. And he's thinking, well, man, I'm going to go over there, see if maybe I can drive her to her house or something. And before he could get over there, some of the players from the St. Augustine High School came over after workout. So they're beat, they're exhausted normally. You know, they're looking at a couple-hour nap. And they're like, hey, we got the bags for you. They had a little conversation. And then it was decided, okay, let's take possession of the bags. and, And the small kids can take a break. And you can take a break. And five blocks later grandma and the kids were safely home along with their goods waking up with a cup of joe i can't stop drinking the coffee i stopped
1: drinking the coffee i stopped doing the standing and walking and the words putting into sentence doing
0: the sound of life WGO morning show here on the sound of life well good morning to you
3: Good morning oh to you.
0: Hey, you sound better than I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I thought I'd uh, give you a little gluten-free update since oh, more and more people jumping on the gluten-free bandwagon, kind of. Um, and I made some discoveries. So, but you are kind of doing gluten-free lately. I am.
3: Right? Yeah, I just started probably about three three weeks ago. Yeah.
0: So. It's um.
3: Well, you know I don't. You're baking homemade bread. No, no, not (laughs) yet. No, (laughs) I'm just maybe I'm mainly taking out of my diet anything that has to do with wheat. So I'm not like shopping for replacement items for bread or. You should be. Well, crackers. I like those. I like those nut thin crackers. But, um, yeah. So I'm I'm not like trying to you know find the cinnamon rolls in a gluten-free option or anything like that so yeah that is good (laughs) (laughs)
0: because i don't know if it's happening or not there's some things that just aren't going to happen uh breads are very difficult you know
3: yeah Um, well
0: but there are some donuts out there Katz's k-a-t-z they're out of monroe and they and they're really good Mm. real them for about a minute if you keep them frozen very good and of donuts so that, you know pack it on <laughs>
3: pack well on i just know i just know from watching you over the years and you know learning how you had to eat because it's more of a problem for you i'm i'm doing it for some you know some other you're health reasons, you just it to
0: see if some things improve. Yeah, yeah. Your you know,
3: I I heard that uh, gluten has an effect on inflammation, so I'm going to try to you know keep that under control. I don't control need to if know
0: all the medical <laughs> things that are going on. In
3: but uh, anyway, yeah, it just it's always I know how to do it because I have watched the things you eat and don't eat, and but well, if it ever, is tricky. It's really tricky.
0: If you're ever looking for gluten-free flour, I recommend Pamela's. They um, make a pancake. Mix so we're going to get into naming
3: pan- brands here.
0: <laughs> well, no, yeah, but I mean, you got to know because you get to the store, there'll be a lot of them. At least the store that I shop in, they got all the gluten-free flours lined up there. And if you don't know, well, uh, it can. I want to save you a little uh, trial and error. You know what I'm saying? Well,
3: uh, one thing I do know is that you've you'll. I bought you some gluten-free cookies recently, and they were like, "Yeah, I'm not noticing you eating those," and you said, "Well." why don't you give one a try? Cookies. And it wasn't so good. <laughs> Cookies
0: are one of the things that you can do gluten-free. And there's a company called Glutino, again. <laughs> and they actually, I think they make a better gluten-free Oreo than Oreo. Wow. <clears throat> so anyway. There you hear it. But I was at, and I don't know how to pronounce this. It's either Aldi's or Aldi's. But I hadn't been in a while, and I found these gluten-free, they they, they have a gluten-free brand called Live G-Free and they've got these lasagna roll-ups and stuffed shells, and and I tried them. You just heat them; they're already cooked. You just heat mm. them in the microwave. Man, they're pretty good. Just to well, let very you know, because now that I've said that, I won't be able to find them again, will I? Everybody <laughs> be, you know, rush the store. I'm a bunch of those because I used to think somebody must show up as soon as the product gets here, and they just take the whole thing. Probably. Sometimes, you yeah, know, because probably. Empty, empty because empty of
3: shelter. you. Yeah, we'll, we need to get it before Joe does. <laughs> well,
0: that's a good point. That's, that's a gluten-free update. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up and do something. The Sound of Life. Megan was talking about being on a flight from San Diego to Nashville. Sitting in the row next to me was a 96-year-old woman. Hadn't flown in 15 years. And for her birthday, she wanted to go to Kansas City to see her family. But she's scared of flying. And she asked for this man's hand during takeoff and then hugged him again when experiencing turbulence. Sometimes that happens. It's very rare. Uh, The gentleman, I should say, gladly took her hand, let her hold on to him, calmed her by talking to her and explaining everything that was happening, and simply was that stranger there for her and he knew just what to do the entire flight to help. He helped her stand up to go to the restroom, watched her carefully walk down the aisle. And she said, I'm just sitting there smiling the whole time during this flight, as he's comforting her, taking care of her, a stranger, absolutely. The man was her flight angel, she said. He, he held her bag. He helped her get off the plane and into the wheelchair. And when she got confused, wondering where her daughter went, (laughs) she called her tip-going her sister, but it was her daughter, stayed with her until they caught up and got separated. And then walked away sobbing, happy tears, being so thankful for people like this wonderful human. Oh, absolutely. And if you're like me, you're like, you know what? That's a God thing right there. That person was selected by God. Why did she get that favor? Maybe somebody somewhere other part of the world's flying without help like that. I don't know. That's <laughs> a mystery. I'm not omnipotent. I'll tell you that right now. I can barely make it into work on time. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter.
2: Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are.
0: The sound of life. Well, kids, get this before you head off to school now. I don't know if you're talking about it in science class or not, but scientists have demonstrated for the very first time the ability to get this teleport, (laughs) teleport, uh, quantum information across points in a network not physically connected to each other. So what they're doing, it sounds like Bluetooth, but (laughs) I don't know. Uh, It's a technology that relies on a phenomenon, which has got to be really cool, right? I love phenomenons. It's known as quantum entanglement that links the state of separate particles, for example, (laughs) <laughs> which way a particle is spinning into a collective super state. I don't know what I just said, but it reminds me of those science fiction horror movies I used to watch and stuff. Ah, oh boy, but uh, see, there's no physical medium when the particles become entangled, so it's going to allow for information to be passed without loss. So it's a big deal. I give it about a week before a 10-year-old hacking into it, you think? All right, something like that, right? reaching the heart of the northeast the sound of life good morning to you on this friday before memorial day i know everybody's excited uh, just because it's kind of like the official start of summer boy is it gonna feel like it monday get ready (laughs) i mean we've already had hot days so you're all used to that and good and everything but memorial day is a big deal really and i just kind of wondered if there was anyone in your family that uh you moralize, you know what I'm talking about? Right here, yes. Yes, Bill. Other
2: well, father was Dr. Charles Joseph Scala, Sr., and he served in the U.S. Navy as a medical doctor. He was in World War II on the USS Texas, and that ship with him on it was off the coast of Normandy during D-Day, and... My grandfather served on the ship trying to help keep injured troops alive and uh, i know at one point they were receiving fire there was a some type of mortar shell that landed in the side of the uss texas but it didn't go off He had a picture taken there and uh he i saw a have a couple letters that he wrote to my grandmother at the time and they couldn't divulge where they were where they were going or whatnot but one thing he said was that he should be coming home sometime soon and the city that's known for beans (laughs) he was trying to say bean town was Boston was where the ship was going to dock
0: very clever
2: but he himself was fine and continued in private practice he owned a uh medical practice in his home in the Bronx proud of what he accomplished A great way to start your day.
0: The Cup of Joe Morning Show. I know you're in the mood for a really, you need a really great story right here that starts out with a pregnancy that is uh, all of a sudden takes a turn to the ER when mom began to hemorrhage. This is Jennifer who submitted this and she was pregnant with her firstborn 24 weeks long. Went to the ER, and the medical staff is all like, okay, there's a possibility. Your baby's going to be blind, deaf, cerebral palsy, a lifetime of excruciating pain and suffering. Do you want to keep the baby alive? And Jennifer said, my husband thundered back, and I quote, hell yes. So they were like, okay. So the baby was born. Cody is his name. He weighed a pound, six ounces. Give you an idea. He fit in the palm of your hand. That's how small this precious child was. And Cody never did go blind or deaf or have cerebral palsy. He didn't say his first word or chew food until he was three years old. And they had to work real hard with him on speech there being motor development. But he's doing okay. Each step forward was like a ticker tape parade. Isn't that exciting, though? It's amazing. I mean, I don't know. So he's 11 years old. Cody is. And he's in the gym class. Oh, man. You remember those days. Land sakes. So they're running track a mile. Turns out Cody runs kind of like I do. You start out really great, just going great guns. And then step by step, you start slowing down until your lungs are on fire because of chronic lung disease. And you can't make it. And this dude that was in the lead of the race saw him, and he slowed his stride down until he caught up with Cody. And he started encouraging encourage him. You can win this, man. You can do this, dude. Come on. And they both finished the race with, like, nobody around, you know, except with people that were, they were cheering and stuff. That the important thing is, Jennifer, the mom, said, Cody came home that afternoon breathless, sheer happiness on his face. Mom, guess what he said? I made a new friend. I made a new friend. And everyone cheered for us. And you know what? Not all heroes wear capes. No, sometimes they wear running shoes. Right? It's a hero.
3: The sound of life.
0: Memorial Day, of course. On though, I'm sure you know that you got your grill all shined up, ready to go. Doesn't really matter. You know what you're gonna put on the grill, right? I mean, yes, you do. We'll just go with it right there. But what the thing you need help in are those side dishes. Oh, yes. Wait, yeah. Hold on now. I'm not. I'm talking about more than. Maybe some homemade coleslaw, which is really good. You know, potato salad. My mom's a haul to die for. But then yes, there's some healthy salads. So Good Housekeeping has come up with its annual Memorial Day side dishes list. I mean, there's tons of them. I couldn't believe it. Like um, creamy basil salad. Creamy basil. They got a peach caprese salad. I don't know if I said it right. Anything peach, I would just love a Spiced snack mix. There we go. Everybody wants that. They've got an onion flatbread. There's corn wheels with hot honey butter. See, already, I, I got to go back for breakfast number two. And even a BLT pasta salad. I'm, I'm telling you, there's a ton of them. So I'm posting the link to the Good Housekeeping Best Easy Memorial Day Side Dishes. They all got the best. They're the easiest. And somehow... We want them. (laughs) Even if you just give you an idea. That's the way to go. I've done my job, right? Wow, that's
1: awesome.
0: (laughs) A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Someone you're memorializing in your family. Love to hear from you. I certainly would. Love to hear a call from you. The number is 800-946-1765. Here we go. This morning, Yes,
2: Caleb. Yeah, my grandfather was in the Marines. He enlisted into the Marine Corps. He got active duty right uh, after the Vietnam War ended, and he got out. Uh, he finished his tour of duty right before the Korean War started. So he was really lucky, in a sense, that he could uh, actually get deployed. He was a radio man on a cargo plane. Yeah, when they would fly, he would undermine the, the long radio antenna that trail behind the tra- uh, the plane, the trailing
0: wire, and, uh, and he would run back. Well, my grandfather's still alive, 85. Give him a big hug for me. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Hey, I am Joe. Really cool place where I am here in the air studio. It is the coolest of cool. Think about it. Picture it in your mind. The coolest lighting Everything, the coolest mouse money can buy. No, I'm just... Okay, that's an exaggeration. It is an exaggeration, but it's all leading up to me tell you out of nowhere yesterday, this... May I say, rather large spider suspended itself from the ceiling, just took its web and did a spidery thing right down to beside my hand. And I'll be honest with you, I might have let out a little girly squeal yesterday. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.